Hi, Katie. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? Good. We are back. Ladies night number seven. A week delayed. A week delayed. Thank you for that. That was a Tracy Smith conflict. And so thank you for <laughs> pivoting. That's okay. Next month we have a Katie Rayner conflict. So we'll be a week delayed next month. Also, <laughs> so. We're just working through it and the boys are picking up our pieces. So yeah, which is they've awesome. been super flexible. So I, much has happened since like our last one. I, I mean, I can't ago. believe it's like podcast number seven. I know. And We've every, had... every week's been unique and different. Yeah. And like since our last one, we've had masters qualifying yes. we've had open qualifying yeah let's i mean let's segue because i mean this is an open nationals sort of segment we're going to come with a little bit um different perspective we could have come like different angles honestly because there's just so much talent um that's risen to the top i do want to talk about masters because i would say most of the country has completed i think there's still a, a few uh, provinces yeah. that are still um remaining but I just think it's really important to um, express um, a congratulations for those who have uh, had some trial and tribulations to kind of make a master's team. And we see it all the time on Facebook, people who have maybe not, you know, had the achievement that they were expecting uh, to make a team, but then grateful that they did make a team. Um, and then those who just like really went above and beyond and achieved um, maybe their highest level that they never had before. Yeah. So just wanted to congratulate everybody who's made those teams and um, are off to Newfoundland. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'll be there. I'll see you guys there. Congratulations. Yeah, so uh, we will keep that going as we get closer to. But um, before we get into some of our open stuff, we have a whole bunch, basically a whole open themed show. Um, something else wrapped up this week, and that was Pro League. I'm just going to pull these up here. We finished Pro League. Uh, both divisions wrapped up on Sunday morning. So the way Pro League works, top five teams from each division are going to go into the playoffs. Um, much to, I'm sure, many people's dismay. Cargill, Cargill Division, Dream Crushers were able to come out on top. Bombers were second. Misfits, Okanagan, and Heartland are all coming into the playoffs on that side. Yeah, I know congratulations. Sunday was a little bit shaky for your team, Tracy, but... Yeah, I think we had, like, we definitely had, like, we put our best foot forward. I think what hurt us was that sixth frame against sixth you guys, frame. the Dream yeah. Crushers. So I think if yeah, we because we went back and forth the mm -hmm. whole game. Yeah, yeah. But um, that would have been fun. And then, you know, even if we would have taken five or six, it would have given us a bit of an outside chance. But all good. We're going to be fierce for next year. Coming back swinging. Carnage. But, yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. And I'm sure the Kingpins were, you know, really excited about the outcome of that. <laughs> yeah, having to sit back and kind of watch to see how the points shook out. Yeah. Looking over at the home hardware division, Motor City Mayhem. They kind of have been at the top pretty much the whole way through. Mm -hmm. um, Holy Rollers from Grand Prairie made it in. Next Gen, even with that 615 point spread, they're in the playoffs. Top La Roses and the Rock and Rollers out in Newfoundland. So, Yeah, I, I want to say that for the most part, I would say that everybody's play this year was accelerated, right? Yeah. The averages are crazy. The level of play was, you know, unbelievable. Um, so I just think, you know, just the amplification of going to the 24 teams, I think was amazing. And then 
you know, teams that maybe you didn't expect to do very well actually did really well, right? Yeah. And so, and then teams that you expected to do really well didn't do well. So it's just this sort of even yeah. playing field depending on what you're up against. But right. Yeah. I know five pin universe. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I know five pin universe put their kind of what was the most surprising thing about pro league on today. And one of the top ones was Quebec. Mm -hmm. kind of people expected that team to just come out and I feel like next year we're gonna see them perform to that standard that we were all kind of expecting to happen too yeah second chance second chance coming yeah. out yeah so yeah that's a great yeah. teardown yeah so we are gonna pivot into some open stuff we're gonna bring in our first guest and she is gonna give us a little bit of a rundown of what to expect over with open nationals coming up in Edmonton Hey. hey, how's it going, Jen? Good, how are you ladies? Good. We're good, you're wearing your plaid. We're sporting a little bit of plaid background. Um, maybe talk to us a little bit about the inspiration behind the plaid. That's definitely a big hint to our theme. Um, our theme is we're plaid you made it, because we are, we're plaid you made it to Edmonton. you're here. That's, that's very <laughs> well, catchy. All plaid everything, so. Um, yeah, we've been up. working hard in the background here. We've got a good crew of people, as always, in Edmonton. Um, we've got a few co-chairs, um, myself, uh, Daryl, Tim, and Katie's been big help, too. Um, and then we've got a great crew of people. We're super excited to have everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Question. It's, yeah. Where did the slogan come? Like, we're plaid that you made it. Like, who thought of that? Where was the, where did the inspiration <laughs> come from it just few, came to us in a meeting yeah. i think you we know? were sitting yeah we, we were sitting at a meeting ideas around and it, the dad jokes just started flowing and then here comes our super corny theme we have going on here i love it i've never seen a plaid theme yeah which is we awesome yeah, we figured it was kind of nice because people can easily pack for it. You don't really have to go out and buy something new. Most people have at least a plaid shirt or a plaid something. It can easily fit in a suitcase. You don't have to cart across the country something extravagant or crazy mm -hmm. to wear for one night. So makes it easy for everyone. And, and then silly question, blue plaid because of Alberta? Of course. Okay. Host, host right? no, I'm not making yeah. any assumptions, but um, yeah. So it in my sense. mind, awesome. I hope each team shows up with a plaid version of their team colors. Yeah. I think that would be super cool to see people doing that green for Saskatchewan and so on. Yeah. Um, yeah. With our theme, it is kind of a backyard barbecue theme. So our Tuesday night menu will be uh, burgers and hot dogs and all the stuff that goes with the backyard barbecue as well as a whole bunch of yard games that we're going to have kind of in stations around for us to hang out uh, and do that. Um, I think, Katie, you can talk about the plan for the rookies. Yeah, so um, with all of our first-time bowlers, our rookies coming in with our backyard barbecue theme and all the games, we figured it was an awesome time to just kind of have a little bit of a friendly competition amongst our rookies. You'll get a scorecard, play some games, get it going before we even get to the bowling lanes of having some time to compete with one another. And um, that's going to kind of kick off 
our starting event. The games will be around all week, so there'll be lots of times to play them um, in the hospitality room. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, the hotel is ours, so we're going to um, kind of have free reign. For the most part, there is something going on there on the th Friday night, but bowling's going on anyway. We do have a hospitality room every night. Uh, we will be having $5 beers. Tim was um, awesome enough to work with Alley Cat Brewery, which is a local brewery in wow. town here. So we're going to have $5 beers, $5 drinks all week, um, not only at our opening and closing ceremonies, but also in our hospitality room each night. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and then we've got dad jokes in our pockets just ready to, like, throw out to everybody all the time. If you've seen, I'll work on our <laughs> merch store here. I've been posting some terrible dad jokes that I'm finding online that have they're not that funny at all but it just goes with the theme so <laughs> we've been posting that a lot there is um it is closing on may the 4th so make sure you get your orders in there's sizing charts on the store as well and if you have any questions reach out to any of us uh, here in edmonton we'll be happy to help you out yeah. amazing so two questions the first question is like what's around the hotel for mm. for people there is lots. I'm actually going to provide a list. I've, I sat on Google one day and Googled a whole bunch of um, awesome restaurants in the area. If people are interested in going for team um, dinners afterwards, there's a lot in walking distance. There's liquor stores, grocery stores, kind of everything. It's um, kind of in a main sort of hub south kind of area of, of Edmonton. Um, but I do have a really extensive list of great restaurants in the area. Um, that I'll provide for everybody at some point here. That's awesome um, because it's a great platform to kind of share, right? If we've got, you know, a large audience of 25 people, I don't even know how many people we've got. But, 57 <laughs> right now. But 57. Large, larger audience. Um, and then last question, how much were beers? Five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. All like week. Five dollar footlock. <laughs> Both it's of us. just just like a reminder. I yeah. heard it the first time, but I just wanted to make sure like that that's awesome. Yeah, we want you guys to come hang out. I know a lot of teams end up going to the liquor store and then hanging out in their rooms, but let's hang out and be friendly and be social with each other, play some yard games in the hospitality room when we don't necessarily have an event going on. Um, we don't Health see each other jokes. a lot. We didn't see each other a lot over COVID, so let's we're just glad you made it. Yeah. Jen, what are you most excited about? I mean, it's a lot of hard work, right? And so what are you most excited about? I am really excited to see everybody. I was so anxious watching the provincial results to see who's coming to visit us. Um, mm. I'm excited for some people that we haven't had around to meet Mason because he'll be around a couple days. So, yeah. um, you know, it's been a long time since I was at a national myself. So um, it's kind of excited to be around. And we're excited for the balloon arch. Oh, the balloon arch is just top of the list. I love a good balloon arch. <laughs> love a good balloon arch. Can't go wrong with that. We went, we downsized from a tunnel to an arch, so. Yeah. Couldn't afford the tunnel or, yeah. We tried to make it our own balloon arch thing. for Youth Challenge Provincials <laughs> to save money, and it didn't go so well. It became kind of a balloon smear on the wall. So <laughs> we're hiring the big guns this time. The professionals are coming in. It's going to be a fantastic balloon arch. <laughs> we luckily learned, we learned our lesson after one time. We didn't do it like multiple times to learn our lesson. It was one and done. Yeah. We're like, no, one we're, done. Do, we're do, not doing that again. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any other surprises? 
I mean, you probably don't want to like throw it all out there, but there is some surprises coming down the the pipe here that we'll share kind of closer to the event. I've got a bunch of stuff in the works um, that we'll be posting on the C5 open page in the next few weeks here. So um, luckily we have a great um, group of people at Bradson Promotional that are going to be helping me with um, some um, stuff to post on our social media. So we'll be getting that out to everybody. So if you could go like that page, that would be great as well. Um, once I'm off here, I'll link a bunch of stuff for you guys in the chat there. And yeah, we're just super excited to have you guys. Yeah. If you're not following the Facebook page yet, go to the C5, um, open national Facebook page. Make sure you're following it. That's where all the information is going to be posted along the way. Any kind of updates and information leading up to the main event. Um, and also I thought I changed the ticker to say May 4th. May 4th is the deadline. I think I didn't press save. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly, too, the merch is like so unique and different. Like, I haven't seen merch like that either um, in yeah. all my years. So, like, that, you know, is awesome that somebody could get something a little bit unique. Yeah. And I mean, we've got a custom shirt by Johnny shirt as well on there um, that you can customize with your own name. That'll be kind of a memento, whether you wear it bowling or you want to hang it on your wall, then. Um, it's something special that you can have for the rest of your life. Love that. And we won't have a ton of merch available for sale at the event. So if yeah. you're wanting to get open merch, you have to go pre-order it, have it. It'll be ready as soon as you get to the lanes or um, to registration on that opening yeah. days, but we won't be able to buy it at the lane. So if you're kind of looking at it there, too late. Yeah. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> really? Pre-orders till March or May 4th. Sorry, May 4th. People May 4th, have one yeah. week. One yeah. week, yeah. one week countdown for your merch. Yeah. Yeah. There's some fun, unique stuff there. So definitely go and take a look. Yeah. We're excited. We're super, super excited to have you guys. We're awesome glad you're coming. We're glad you're coming. Glad you're coming. Glad you're coming. <laughs> Get ready for dad jokes. They're going to be nonstop. So we're ready for you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks awesome. so much, Jen, for coming and giving us kind of a lowdown of what's coming up in the next little while here in Edmonton. And we'll see you in a couple months. Yeah. See you all soon. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks, Jen. Bye. We have been, my group chat for Open Nationals has not stopped in weeks. So I know you were telling me like 50 or more a day. Yeah. It's just nonstop. There's so many things going on and so many things in the works that are going to be really exciting to share with everybody once we can share it. So I just, yeah, stay tuned. It just takes a whole team, Mm -hmm. hey? It does, to yeah. pull something off so significant. So good for you guys. You sound like you're doing really great. Obviously, right, yeah. there's probably some hard things that you guys still need to figure out. But it all comes together in the end. And honestly, people are just be happy to be together and bowling again. And we always seem to find ways to celebrate in this community. Yeah. Well, speaking of Open Nationals, we have... Um, decided this week to kind of highlight some of the new faces that we're going to be seeing around the lane at the beginning of June. Um, So we decided to kind of take a little bit of a different approach and bring in some faces that it's their first time coming up. So brand new to the Nationals. I think it's pretty cool because, I mean, we could have really easily talked about people who have really worked hard and were successful and, and it made the team and we'll still be able to celebrate those people in future podcasts. But it sometimes can be really intimidating if you've made your first team. Um, and it obviously is so much fun and there's a lot of excitement behind being 
you know, a rookie. So we actually thought it would be really cool to kind of celebrate some of the women uh, rookies of the year for the Open. And I'm actually really excited to talk to them in the next, you know, 20, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. We'll bring our first group of ladies. Uh, we have Izzy Rodrigue from Ontario, Danielle Dubois from here in Alberta, uh, Gabrielle Boyd-Ovin from Quebec, and Michelle Flanagan from PEI. All right, let's, should we just bring them right in? Bring them in. So, hey, let me, yeah. let's see. Okay. I missed it. I missed it. There, there we go. go. There we go. We got it. There's no rehearsal. We didn't rehearse this. Um, <laughs> Clearly. Clearly we didn't rehearse this. There's no format, so be patient <laughs> with us. But, like, we're really grateful and appreciative to have you guys all in to kind of give us a little bit of an update um, on yourself. And Katie and I will kind of maybe share some of the questions. But... First and foremost, congratulations. I cannot believe I'm saying congratulations to Danielle because I feel like she's a veteran in our sport. But I'm hoping that each one of you would be brave enough to maybe just do a little bit of an intro of yourself, maybe how long you've been bowling and what you've been looking forward to for your first open national experience. Izzy, do you want to start? Oh, yeah, for sure. So... This is my first open nationals, of course, but I've been to so many nationals as a kid and seeing some of the contingency, it was so exciting to see that I'm gonna be seeing some people that I haven't seen in so many years, just because it's been so long in YBC nationals, you never know who you're gonna see, right? I've been yeah. bowling about 17 years now. I'm only 20, so. I'm a bit, <laughs> just a little young to be going, I guess. <laughs> I get bugged a lot for being this young, but I'm <laughs> more than happy to be going. So excited for this ladies team to be going as well. So many people are deserving of it. I feel like my ladies team really picked me up for this provincials. I just cannot figure out these lanes for the life of me. Izzy, That's tell us who's on your team. So I have... Renee Laframbois, who's been to so many of these national events. I'm so excited to be going with her. I have Sarah Pierce. I have Brittany, Mel, and Tessa Kane. So I have a team of full rookies, except for Renee, which is so awesome because we're all going to be experiencing it for the first time. Yeah, your team had a lot of rookies to choose from when I was going through the list. <laughs> We're really all rookies, and then Renee is just there telling us all what's going to be going down. Yeah, holding down the fort. Amazing. Michelle, do you want to tell us a little bit about your... Oh, okay. Um, can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, I've been bowling for 25 years, I think. Um, I haven't always tried out for the Open. I think this is only my sixth year, but because we used to not send a ladies team, we'd only send a mix. It was a lot harder to make the team, but now that we have the ladies to make it, um, we have the ladies team now and 
I did get pushed onto the mixed team this year, which I was really excited about. Um, but I hear so many good things about the Open that I'm actually very excited to go this year just to experience it for myself. Yeah. And who's on your team and, for the mixed team this year? Oh, um, I have Albert Shepard and James James Shepard. And then I have Tony. I can't remember his last name. He's also a rookie. And then Bev Campbell and Shakira Gallant are also rookies with me. So we have four rookies and two experienced bowlers, open bowlers, that I feel bad for them because we're all rookies. It's nice to have some. Yeah, Yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Gabriel. Do you hear me? Yes. So, like, I'm I'm 19, so it's my first year to do the Open. Um, It's been, like, 15 years. I started playing when I was four. Um, As a Quebec girl, like, the qualification here, we need to, like, um, play, like, singles and then make a team of six girls. It was very stressful. And, um... I know how I can play. I can be a good player, but like it was so stressful being there with so many girls that have been there to the Open before. Um, I'm so excited to play with, with those girls. They are literally so amazing. Like I'm literally so happy and so grateful to be there. What I love about what you just said, Gabrielle, is that um, that it was stressful to make it like yeah. as an individual player on on the team because it, it actually shows like your passion for the sport mm-hmm. and how important it was for you and honestly a lot of veterans in the game who have a lot of experience who like you would be familiar with even mm-hmm. in your own province there's a lot of depth in your province but they likely feel the same way which is really interesting to me so whether you know, you're a rookie and trying to make the team or you're young and trying to make a team. It just shows how important the game is and the sport is for you. And you're going to have a fabulous time at Open Nationals. Yes, I hope so. That's awesome. Danielle, how's well, it going? I have been bowling for a lot longer than Izzy's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like God, 28 years now I've been bowling. I have been bowling the Open since like 2015, so I have been around for a while. Tracy, you're right, and never Mm -hmm. quite made it at provincials. I started to think that maybe I was the problem because I was on all these amazing teams with these amazing people. We'd go to provincials and just so I'm very happy to finally have made it after so, so many years of trying. So I'm very excited. I mean, such a depth in talent, Daniel. I could talk about you forever because I've actually been on a team with you and it was a beautiful experience and I really enjoyed it. But like, tell us about your team because your team's actually really special. We have such a great team and four out of six of us are the same this year as we were last year when we didn't bowl so great at Provincial. So this year we've got Caitlin Ayub, 
Katie Hicks, got Brett Mapstone, Aaron Arndt, and Cody Steer. And Tim Wiseman is our coach. Little rookie coach. <laughs> yeah, didn't have a lot to choose from, so. <laughs> we should have had Tim on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That would have taken us whole like a whole down another road, right? Oh yeah. He texted me last night. How come I'm not on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All good. Um, congratulations, you guys. I think it's um, really, really fun. Um, super excited for you all to have like your first um, experience. Um, I don't know how we're on time because I haven't looked, Katie, but I do want to ask uh, yeah, another question for, um, for our guests because I just think it's really important. Um, tell me what you enjoy about bowling. The Are people. Oh, sorry. I'm just <laughs> going for it. <laughs> just go for it. Each I love the people. Right? Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, I like that it's, it's a very individual sport, but like it's so supportive and team oriented too. So it just has so many different like aspects of sport. Right. Especially in Northern Ontario, just all the provincials, you pretty much see the same people all the time. You get a new person once in a while, but it just motivates you even more to go see those people once a year. Or if you get this special chance to go to nationals with them, it's just such a family experience up here. Yeah, it's a smaller community up there too, right? Like uh, a lot of depth in bowling, and there's a lot of players up there, but it's smaller, it's tougher to get to, right? You guys are separated in some cases, travel-wise. Absolutely, like our provincials, we have to drive 12 hours some years to be going to. Yeah, that makes it tougher too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Gabrielle, what do you like I about think, bowling? Um. When I have like a rough day or something like that, just being there and just play, it makes me so relaxed and so happy about it. Like since the day I start playing, I loved it and I still love it with all my heart. So I think it is. Yeah. Michelle? Definitely the people. The people that I get to go away with have known me since I was about maybe 13 years old so they were able to watch me grow up and now i get to go to a nationals with them and experience that especially john walsh who used to coach me as a kid in ybc i get to watch him now at the national level where i knew he's won a national level before yeah yeah, he's is, definitely a veteran and a mentor in our game, right? Like, we all know who he is. So, yeah, that yes. totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's always cool when you get to play on teams with people who you kind of looked up to or you know have had such a great deal of success. And then you get to kind of be on the lanes and learning from them and becoming friends with them. They're not just like this person you put up on a pedestal and you watch in awe. You get to kind of be with them, which is nice, right? Tracy was yes. actually one of those people for me. Aww. So when I got Tracy's to play, one of those people for all of us. Special. Okay, me. I got the Kleenex. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you guys all do me a bit of a favor when you get to nationals? Can you make sure that you take some time for each other? Maybe enjoy a drink or a conversation with each other. I mean, that's the whole premise of us trying to do 
you know, this rookie podcast is like to give back and create new friendships across the country. So if we can make that little pack right now, that would be amazing. Yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. Love it. I have one more question. Are you ready to represent your provinces in the backyard rookie games? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. It's competitive. Good. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Well, we can't wait to host all of you guys here in Edmonton. I know, like, I'm looking forward. I'll be there greeting people when they get in from the airport. So I can't wait to see you all in person. And, um, yeah, good luck with the rest of your season before you come out. Good luck, Glad everyone. <laughs> Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you so much. Wishing you so Thank much you. fun. Thanks Bye. for coming on, guys. All right. That's group one. We still have a whole other group. Yeah, one was love with all my heart. Yeah, I just I it, love that. I know, I know. Uh, Wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Our next group of four coming in. They're a little bit more. Well, I guess not quite all from the West, but we have Kaylin Collins from BC, Kelly Smith from Manitoba, Adriana Roque from Northern Ontario, and Shelley. Oh no. Dose now she's gonna have to tell us her last name when she please, comes on also from us. bc i usually am pretty good like i had that hair simchuck thing so i was good for a while but like <laughs> tongue-tied yeah tongue-tied yeah all right let's bring them in hi guys hello ladies hey. whoa how's it going background noise Probably from Kaylin at the bowling alley, but we'll make it Could be me at the bowling alley. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> All good. Sorry for that. Um, Shelly, uh, I'm a good fan of a photo with a heart image in it. So thank you for your photo that you gave. Actually, that photo is wearing a shirt in support of one of our bowlers that is fighting cancer. So. Shout out Shelly Kubrick. She's kicking well, Shelly Monday now. She's kicking it hard. Okay. Uh, our thoughts are with her, actually. And um, we will think and pray for her, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Welcome to our rookie night, ladies. How fun is this? The, fa the new faces of the 2023 Open Nationals. Um, hoping that you guys will be uh, brave and open enough to maybe uh, talk a little bit about your personal journey to make the open team. Um, would love to know how long you've been bowling. This is like kind of like an introduction to the community, obviously. Um, how long you've been bowling. Maybe tell us a little bit um, about uh, the fun that you had at Open Provincials to make it to Nationals and what you're looking forward to. Kaylin, why don't you this off? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, yeah, I've been bowling almost 30 years now and then ended up switching gears a little bit in the past few years, um, mainly giving up on, not giving up on the bowling side of things, but life took me kind of in a different position here. So focusing more on the coaching side of things now. So ended up completing my competitive evaluation there, I think the week prior to our um zone roll-offs and then kind of had it in my mind as the roll-offs were going on and i was kind of seeing where things were shaking out for our ladies team and 
our ladies team ended up being like three of the girls that I ended up bowling YBC with. Um, one of them is one of my best friends. And then two of them I grew up watching and like you say, putting those other two on a pedestal for so many years. And I remember telling my husband, I'm like, that's the team I want. I'm like, I'm holding out for them. Hopefully they ask. And then after lots of back and forth, got the call and here we are. So off to nationals after a very exciting ladder run. Congratulations. I mean, giving back to like the coaching level is amazing. Tell us a little bit about the team. Um, we have got four of our six players are rookies. Um, we've got Yvonne Walker, who is a national champion at the Open uh, for singles division. Um, we have also got Ashley Davy on our team, who was a back-to-back -back singles representative for um, us in BC. So, and then Jesse Buchanan, who's been around the game forever and is finally getting to make her national debut as well. So, and then we've got Shelly Stoosh now, who's with us tonight too. So it's going to be great. So now we know how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because we struggled with it. And, and we apologize, Shelly. So, you know, you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but now we know. Um, we were going to ask you, but now we know. Uh, it sounds like a phenomenal, phenomenal team. I couldn't have gotten any luckier. I couldn't have picked six better if I tried. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Amazing. What about you, Kelly? Um, yeah, so I've been bowling for about 15 years now. Um, I've had some success in YBC, and I ended up taking a couple years off just because of COVID, all the restrictions, slipping, flopping. is not a fan of that, and I ended up missing out on a national that uh, me and my partner made, and it kind of broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> so I took a couple years off. This is my first year back. First year I tried out for the Open, and we do things a little differently. We bought singles and qualify top four stepladder, and then top six is team, and then the seven, eight, nine is on the mixed team. Um, I ended up qualifying first, played against some great ladies in the stepladder, and I get a bowl on a team with them as well as play singles, so I'm pretty excited. Kelly, your team, like that's um, like you're in a, an amazing province and I have a ton of friends there, but tell us about your team. Yeah, so uh, we have four rookies as well. Uh, Andrea Al Alalka, I know her Pabla, so don't hate me on that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Linda Orn, Brooke Goulet, I actually played with Brooke a few times in YBC. Um, Belle Lorenko and then Kathy McPhee from out of town here. So I know uh, four to five really well. I look forward to getting to know Kathy and I'm looking forward to it. For the most part, you got a veteran in Linda has been around forever and oh, yeah. probably a lot of us would consider a Hall of Famer and an all-star for sure. She's Absolutely. clutch on a team. And then Kathy, I know, plays a lot of uh, WCBT events, which is amazing. And like you guys should do really, really well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to play with them. Well, congratulations, too, for, like, winning. Thank you. Yeah, it's a big deal. Congrats. Yeah. Adriana, so it has come to my attention in the chat. I mixed up the Ontarios. Yeah. So I, I blame Greg and Mitch because I had them in a group chat together, and they were both, like, coming at me. And so I uh, – So this is Southern Ontario. Yeah. Southern, Southern Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. yeah. Got it? Southern Ontario. <laughs> Um, okay, so I've been bowling for, I think, like, 25-ish years. I took kind of a break in 
after college, um, but then I came back after that. Um, what else are we talking about? I sorry. <laughs> Just tell us a little bit about your team and oh, how okay. provincials went. And um, provincials was okay for me personally. Like I, uh, I did take the first day. I took like a good amount of points. The second day, not so much. Um, but it was fine. You know, the team, the team got it together, so it was great. Um, and uh, so on my team, we, I have uh, Mike Becker, Ian Gavell, Hunter Cameron, Maria Hispanic, and Katie Frank. So uh, Maria and I have been bowling together since we were like kids. We actually won uh, four steps nationals when we were like 13 years old. So this is like my first national since then. Um, so I'm uh, slightly stressed, but I'm sure it'll be great. Amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think most of the people on our team are rookies other than, I think, Ian. And then Casey Schwemlin is our coach. And uh, she's I think she's been before as a coach as well. I will tell you, at any level, doesn't matter. First year, 20 years, doesn't matter. It's only the first ball that is that will make you super nervous. And then after that first ball is thrown, you're just going to thrive. You're just going to Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So tell us what you took in college. Um, I actually took sport management. Oh, and nice. uh, I worked with the Blue Jays for a little while. Um, and then I worked in recreation a lot. And uh, now I'm working actually for the Girl Guide. So kind of using it. But yeah. That's Still, awesome. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah that's fantastic. And Shelly. Yeah, I'm probably the oldest rookie coming. <laughs> right, Caitlin? Uh, I've Most been bowling for about um, 25 years, and I've been coaching for the same amount of time. I'm actually just preparing to go to the YBC Nationals as a singles coach. Uh, our team is phenomenal ladies, usually ones I'm bowling against, but having to get to bowl with them is amazing, and it was a big dogfight to crawl that ladder from the bottom up, so... Excited to see what we can do for sure. That's amazing. Always be proud of being the older one on the team. <laughs> right? I'm older too, so that's amazing. 25 years as a coach too, like just giving back to the bullying community. That's big, big responsible work. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And then yeah. um, what are you looking forward to? Because obviously you're Actually, on Actually, I'm looking team. forward to the competition. You know, I used to bowl TSN and when CBC was around, but um, since then, having children of my own, Easter was just never a good time for me to play. So yeah, that's why take... I'm the old rookie. <laughs> and it, what it does, kids do take you away from the game, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. a, it's a legit, um, it's a little, like it's a legit thing. Talking about coaching, maybe last um, question uh, for everyone, but obviously you've been mentored and you've had uh, coaching in your life, but is there a coaching mentor uh, that you've looked up to uh, during, during your uh, tenure in bowling? Okay. Anyone? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, fun fact for you ladies, Shelly used to coach me at our BC bowling school. So mm -hmm. then roles have reversed. So um, I always looked up to Shelly as a coach and a competitor, so she's definitely on the list for me. Um, my grandmother and my dad, same thing. They were um, very important at that stage of my life when I was in YBC. So, yeah, there's been a few for sure. 
Yeah. Kelly, did you have anybody? Yeah. So um, in YBC in my early years, I'd say Sandy was, Sandy Anderson was a big person mm -hmm. for me. Uh, she ended up being my first singles coach. I remember the very first practice, I used to have a really big backup. I threw one ball. She goes, wow, we got work to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, I've always looked up to her as a competitor and as a coach. And we get to work with Jim, her husband, for the Open Nationals. I'm really looking forward to that. And then my dad. My dad and I, bowling is our thing. We do it. Absolutely everything about bowling together. Um, I don't I don't know if I'd recommend him coaching everybody, but he's seen me almost throw thousands and thousands and thousands of balls. So him and I work well together. Right. Makes sense. Shelly, did you have anybody? Um, I didn't really start bowling till I think I already had children actually at the time. So as an adult mentor, yes, I do have a best friend who used to own the lanes here in Castlegar. His name is Roland Hanley. He uh, actually is the first one that kind of got me away from pin bowling to spot bowling and it kind of took off from there. Love. And Adriana, do you have anybody? Um, yeah, so uh, mine is actually Rayal Champagne, and he was uh, my coach for that national team back back in 2005. And uh, he really, uh, I think, actually wanted to like probably murder me a lot, <laughs> um, but he was honestly the best coach, and he actually passed away this year. So um, it's been very uh, tough to go to tournaments and not see him there, but probably him. Yeah. Yeah, it's I always guess. tough when we lose those people that yeah. are staples at tournaments that we've seen everywhere and then yeah. yeah it's a big loss sorry for your loss that's you know that's yeah. a big one and um i think it makes us uh really humble and realize like what people in the game have meant to us right we've all got somebody or somebodies right like we've all got those um people so shelly should be really proud that um, you know, you're somebody's mentor and that you'll continue to be someone's mentor uh, for the, for coaching and just obviously as a human being. And, you know, we all love the Sandy Andersons um, in the game. And like I said, we've all got, it's the dads in our lives, right? We've all got our people. So uh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. I have to say, Kaylin, I found it really interesting when you said that your team has like people you played with and then like your best friend. Cause that's very similar now to like the Alberta team. It is. Right? Yeah. Des and I made youth nationals together back like a hundred years ago. And then now she doesn't play anymore, but she's kind of transitioned into that coaching side. And yeah, so we're lucky it's to have her. Very neat. Yeah. Jesse Buchanan and I had a lot of silver medals in YBC growing up together. And she came up to me in the last game of the ladder there. And she's like, I'm not winning another silver with you. <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> Perfect. It was great. But yeah, no, it's a special team for sure. Very much like the Alberta team right now. Just lots of yeah. really close, tight knit people. So yeah, that's amazing. Enjoy. And same question. Are you guys ready to represent rookie games? That's Backyard, crazy. ladder toss, oh, yeah. cornhole. <laughs> Fiercely. Fiercely. Yeah, yeah we're mean and competitive. You better watch it. <laughs> True. <laughs> I look forward to seeing who's going to be the cornhole winner of the event. Yeah. Me too. If, I if wish that it is was a me, sport. Like, I guess I can't have a score sheet and like. No. <laughs> but 
Oh, I'll be looking. <laughs> That's amazing. Ladies, enjoy. Like, it's going to be um, awesome. Enjoy the whole experience from start to finish and uh, look forward to seeing uh, the results. Yeah, come have a $5 beer. Okay, oh, Lynn, no, don't worry. Probably <laughs> <laughs> will need one. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on, and we will see you in a couple months at Nationals. Thanks, ladies. Thanks. Thank Thank you. You. Bye, everyone. There's so much talent coming to Nationals. I mean, I really enjoy like the meeting of the people and what they're excited for. And like, hopefully it can stir up some things for people who maybe have had some challenges in their games. Yeah. Just a fresh reminder that, um, yeah. that we all once were there, started, right? And started yeah, somewhere. Yeah. New faces and of the game. There were so many people to choose from when I was pulling names. Like we had maybe even another eight ladies that could have come on not even counting all of the men rookies that also qualified. Like there is so many first timers coming this year. So it's going to be nice to have some fresh faces and new perspectives and humor and yeah. Everything. Thanks. Thanks for arranging that. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. All right. We can kind of transition now into our resident coach. I saw her jump in the background. So let's bring her in. Hello. Hello. How's it going? How's it going? Good. <laughs> Good. Coach of the year. I always say if you got Des on your team, there's an unfair advantage. What? Because you're so talented. <laughs> and it's it's the work you do with um, the girls. It's all this work we've been talking about in each and every podcast. Des, it does not go unnoticed. That work and commitment that you've been talking to us, you know, in these ongoing podcasts, you know, obviously translate down to the work that you're doing uh, with that Edmonton team. And I, I, I truly believe like just your coaching techniques right now, like I, I just think there's so much value. Yeah. Thank you so much. That means a lot coming from you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can definitely speak firsthand. Chinook yeah. ate me up and uh, yeah. we had some breaks as a team and Des just was like the glue that held everything together on the lane. So it was makes, makes nice sense. to have her. Makes sense. Yeah. Thanks Katie. <laughs> yeah. We're so, doing something a little different. Yeah. Question and answer. Yeah. Q and A. Yeah. So I would just like to take a moment really quick before we start with the other questions tonight um, and just address one thing. Um, this is something that I have been asked many times over the years. Uh, so I'm going to answer it like once and once only, and then we can move on. Um, and that has to do with um, picking one bowler over another. So regardless of what my personal family or friendship relationship may be with any bowler, it does not impact the way that I coach or what I do or how I pick things. And to be asked to blindly pick one bowler over another is just something that I will never do because there is no context there. If we had a scenario where I could then look at it and say, who is best fit to this scenario, then I could absolutely pick a name. But to just pick a bowler and say like, Katie over Tracy or Brad over Ty or Jenna over Julie or something like that, it's, it's not fair because it has nothing to do with the athlete's talent, their skill set. It has to do with playing favorites or who you like better and that that has no place in my coaching anyways. 
Um, and so it's just something that it, it really goes against what I believe in and what I do. And so it's not something that I'm going to participate in. So that's a question that I, I will never answer. <laughs> I mean, Fair. thank you for sharing and having a little bit of a voice um, around that, because obviously that's maybe something that you've had to face, maybe those questions. And I think it's good that we're actually um, talking about it. I know that we have a list of questions, but of course, sometimes I well, I can't help myself and I've got to ask a question. <laughs> That's okay. So, you just jump in when you can. <laughs> I just I apologize for that, but sometimes I can't contain myself and I want to get it in. Um, I'm sure that you are learning every day, right? In terms of the evolution um, of coaching, we know you do the figure skating and you're really invested in, in our sport, in our community. My question for you, Des, is like, what are maybe one or three things that you've learned this year? Put her Ooh, on the spot. That's a good one. I know. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Okay. It could just be one thing, um, but. Like something that maybe took you by surprise because you've got like a little bit of a coaching protocol and the way that you approach the game is unique and and different and and I'm inspired by it personally, but there has to be a few things that maybe um, you've learned this year because, you you know, you've coached provincials, you're coaching uh, YBC, so I just love to know maybe what that might be. Yeah, I think so for me there's two kind of big ones this year and they both play into each other a little bit so you can look at your lineup of teams and you know you generally have okay this person is going to be my leadoff and this person's going to be my anchor and you kind of know those go-to spots with the players that you have and where you want them to be and between next gen and our changing roster of the bowlers that we had coming yeah. in and with my open ladies team this year i was in a position where i felt like i had quite a few players who could have played either spot and so trying to figure out how I wanted them to be able to feed off of one another, who was going to feel most comfortable playing where, and how to put that together. I had, and Katie can attest this, I had a lineup all set and ready to go. And we went to practice with it. And I was like, so I think we're going to try something a little bit different. And it just like, I was so set in what I was going to do. And I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be great. And then we got on the lanes and like, it was maybe not so great, Katie. It wasn't it. <laughs> it, it. It was not it, right? And so I just, I had to really try and like adapt and then figure out, okay, the things, like I still knew the points that I wanted to hit within my lineup and how I wanted the energy to flow and feed off of each other, but I had to adapt and change. And for me, I'm very A-type, I'm very OCD and a little bit anal about things. And so change for me <laughs> when I have things set is, it can be hard and difficult for me. And so I feel like this year for me, it was a year of learning how to adapt and change and be able to make um, decisions a little bit more on the fly than what I've had to in previous years. Do you feel yeah. like you reaped some of the rewards of that uh, adaptability and quickness? Uh, I think so. And I, and anyone that came to the open, this is the one that I'm going to use. Um, we had Maddie on the bench and I remember thinking to myself like, okay, am I doing this? Like, yeah, I, I think I am. I'm, I'm doing it. But I, I just I had this feeling and I've known Maddie since she was a youth bowler. And I was like, I'm going to try it. Like, I just I want to try it and I want to see. And but it was a very much spur of the moment kind of decision when I looked where we were at. And I wanted to have a backup plan that I could go to. And yeah, yeah it just for, it worked for anybody who did not see. I threw a stellar 
43 in four frames. And then Maddie came off the bench to throw eight in a row to finish the game and saved my butt. So she was a freight train off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, that was like. Do we have a nickname for Maddie now? Unreal. (laughs) Freight train. Yeah, we call her Freight Train. (laughs) Train. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And uh, but that was probably the biggest one because that was nowhere in the back of my mind ever at any point until we got to Chinook and I seen how everyone was playing and kind of how the lanes were and how Maddie's ball was moving and and it just kind of all the the stars aligned come together I'm gonna call it and it was like okay yeah we're, we're gonna do this let's try it and I mean it, it it was great she was amazing yeah it was fantastic awesome Q&A Q&A we had so many people submit questions that we for sure cannot get to all of them today but maybe we'll save some of them in the background for a future segment at some point um, one of the questions that somebody asked was what's the best way to get into coaching, especially like if you're not playing leagues of your own, I know this kind of applies to you because you're also not playing leagues of your own, but you are heavily involved in the coaching side. So how yeah, is the best so way? I would say the best place to start is definitely your YBC program. So whatever you have around you go in and just see, because the commitment level is a lot less, I'm going to say, than when you're trying to run practices and maybe you want to do the challenge and you want to do the open and like there's so many things and I know even for me sometimes I struggle with that balance to figure out where I need to put my time and energy to but your YBC program is the greatest resource you're going to have. You have coaches there that you can mentor from. If you go in and talk to um, whoever your YBC coordinator is and say you work like a shift and you're like, I don't know if I can make it there every Saturday, we're all volunteers. And so I think looking to have someone come in and say, can I come in once a month? I just want to be down on the lanes and kind of get a feel for it and see if this is something I really want to do. And if you really like it and you're enjoying it, then I would say the next step is to look at taking your um intro to competition or community coach, whatever they call that one now, the level one, so that you have the technical background to be able to start building off that and learning from what you see, the athletes that you have there, and of course, the coaches that are already in that program to really build a foundation. Amazing. Yeah. And I know so many programs are looking for coaches, like they're always looking for coaches to come down on the lanes and yeah. Um, and even for me, kids. like you had said, like I, when I first started coaching, I was not bowling at all. I was actually living in Grand Prairie at the time. And I was driving back and mm-hmm. forth between the city every two weeks um, to kind of see my family in that. And it just became a way that I could spend time with my, my family on the lanes. And I loved what I what I ended up doing with it. So it, it evolved into way more. And then all of a sudden I was driving down every weekend and I was there Saturdays and I was there Sundays. And then we'd have a practice on Thursdays. And like, all of a sudden I was at the bowling alley more than I ever had when I bowled. So like, I don't know how it snowballed into that, but there I was, you know, five days a week at the lanes, but really yeah. I went down to be there, you know, Saturday mornings for YBC for a couple hours. Right. Yeah. Your family is incredible, right? A family of bowlers. Um, another question from Saskatchewan, uh, Jackie Treble. She asks, what kind of drills do you recommend in mm. practice? I actually, I love this question because whenever I work with somebody new and they go, okay, we're going to practice. And if they beat me to the lanes or I'm coming in from skating or some of that, I show up and 90% of the time they have the computer on and they're bowling a game. And like, that's great. I think there's a time and a place for game practice. But for me, the biggest thing is drills and being able to nail down those skills that you're going to have to use in a game situation and in a game or in 
um, YBC on Saturday mornings, like that is not really the time to practice those things because you don't have the wiggle room to start playing around with stuff, right? You're in a different focus. Um, so the biggest one that I do is a middle percentage hit. And that's where, for me, you're going to see your average go up the most. So if you can increase it from wherever you're at, say you throw 10 shots to the middle and you're six, so you're 60% on the middle. It doesn't matter if it's a head pin or a corner pin or chop off, whatever it is, just get the ball to the middle because that's where we need to be. And that's the biggest mm. starting point. Once we get that, then we can move into, okay, the spare shots and anyone that has had me as a coach know that I harp on spare shots. Katie, two pins, you know, well, actually She's my whole looking. open team. She's yeah, we're going to talk about our two pins. But like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just something that I, I really believe in. And I've always said, you know, spare shots are huge and you need them to fill in the gap when you're not able to run those five or six strikes in a row or whatever it is, or maybe you're struggling. So yeah, definitely middle shots, working on that middle percentage. And I do just, you know, 10 shots on the middle out of 10, how many did you hit? And we'll work on that over and over. And we'll make little adjustments if we need to, to see if we can increase that number. And then once we're confident with that, we move on to spare shots. And I do everything from like left three, two, right three, two, just left two pin, just right two pin. Like I work on it all. Right. I'm so, going to take this maybe to a deeper level Yeah. because I, I love this, but like the accuracy piece, which I get person who's struggling with accuracy and lower strike percentage what would you recommend in, for some of those tweaks? Uh, so lower strike percentage. So I would be looking to see, are you hitting in the pocket? Is the ball moving? Are you hitting really thick? Are you just hanging corner pins all the time? Like, what is it that is stopping us from getting to that strike percentage? Is it that you're hitting the middle and you're getting tough breaks? Or are you just missing the middle completely? So if we're missing the middle completely, then obviously we're looking at, for me, timing, body mechanics, how your body is moving. Is everything moving as it should be? Do we need to adjust, you know, maybe we're going from a three-step to a two-step or a four-step. I am not set into that it has to be, you know, three steps, one, two, three, throw the ball. Like, I think depending on your body, it can really change. And um, for me, that's something I think I do a little bit differently because I am trained in biomechanics. Um, and so it's just figuring out what's going to work best for you. So making small adjustments on the lane to get into the pocket so we're not hitting as thick or what we need to do to have it push through the pins a little bit more. Right. So speaking a little bit to you kind of talking about adjustments, the kind of that leads into our next question. Um, Russell was asking, he sees lots of bowlers and people out there and like I see it all the time. Um, that have different opinions about like ball changes. So when you're hitting the middle, but you're punching a lot, is your next go-to move? Is it, we're moving your spot on the lane? Are you moving your feet? Are you changing balls completely because it can't possibly be myself? What is like your kind of philosophy on that? Yeah, well, obviously I think all of us do it and I included did it as a bowler. It's clearly not your fault. It is always the ball, it's or something, right? So you're like, hey, I'm missing the middle, I'm doing this, I'm gonna ball change. It's a magic fix. It's a band-aid. It cures everything, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I have two kind of sides to this. So I think if you have a very strong technical background and you are making a ball change for a, a reason that you know what you're trying to achieve with it, then making a ball change is a completely acceptable thing to do. But a lot of the time, people use a ball change as a mental reset mm -hmm. because it's not them. It is the bowling ball, right? Um, and then when that doesn't work, then you're still frustrated and you're like, well, gee, now I don't know what to do. So I might as well try this other line. And then, you know, the third set of bowling balls come out. And so 
for example, um, I have in the past looked at a bowler and been like, you know what, we're just we're hanging a lot of two pins. There's not a lot of action. It's just not reacting the way that I want it to react. So let's do a ball change to something that has a little bit more rubber in it. See if we can get a little bit more um, reaction through the pins. But I know exactly why I'm asking for that ball change. And it generally has nothing to do with you know, you're missing the middle, so we're going to use a ball change. Or maybe your ball isn't moving enough and you're hitting really, really thick. So someone who has a star line as a backup, say, right? You're punching and you just you can't get into the pocket and you've tried making the small adjustment with your feet, then ball change. But understanding that there has to be a reason why you're doing it um, and not just for that mental reset. I have in the past, like I've used it as a, a last resort, right? Like I'll say, okay, well, try ball change, right? But at that point, I have exhausted the okay let's try the physical technical changes on the lane first and if yeah. that doesn't work then i can tell that your frustration level and we've talked about this with those like mm -hmm. energy numbers you are beyond where i can get you back down to like a rational mindset and so if changing your balls is going to make you feel better then by all means change your bowling balls and then we're probably still going to have to make a few adjustments because you're still going to be missing the middle at provincials does took away my bowling balls <laughs> I did. she put me on house balls <laughs> I, I love the little stories yeah. that's awesome uh time for one more question katie or yeah, we probably have one more yeah okay maybe we uh do a question from your brother okay says if you could give your younger coach self a piece of advice what would it be mm. <laughs> I think what I would say to my younger coach self would be to believe in what I was doing a little bit earlier. Um, I originally, when I started coaching, was trying to go up against what I knew from my other sports and what I believed in and how to incorporate that into a bowling coaching situation that has not changed in a lot of years. And I knew that what I was doing was different and it was not going to be as well received by everybody because it was new and it was different. And so I think just, you know, not being afraid to push those boundaries and want change and be able to back it up with a reason as to why I was doing it. And now I think I've come into with the success that I've had when people ask me, I'm very confident in the reasons why I do things or how I'm doing things. And I, I don't question it. And if someone doesn't like it or they have a different opinion, that is totally fine, but it doesn't change what I think or how I do things. I'm still gonna use my system and do what I do. And I think if I had started that maybe a little bit sooner, maybe there would be some different outcomes for other things. Um, but yeah, just having the confidence to, to believe in what I was doing when I first started. For sure. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Advice I from... love this Q&A. Me too. Actually. We're going to have to really save like some it. of these questions. Yeah, There's like a whole I bunch was, more yeah. that we're not even going to get to, but yeah. we're going to have to save them and uh, bring them out again at another time. Yeah. I was so blown away actually when I like, you know, Katie would send me little screenshots of the questions that were coming in. I'm like, oh, we have more. We have more. Like I couldn't believe the amount of questions and I just, I, I really do like it. So yeah, I think we definitely need to try and include this as as we go forward into, you know, even maybe one a week, just we'll yeah, something like that. We can end with a, we'll a Q and A or stockpiling them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on and sharing with answering all those questions Des, and we'll see you next month. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you, Des. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. 
we are almost there. Our next guest. I see she's ready to go to everybody's been like on time today. What that makes your job it? easy, right? I'm like, no, no background trying to track people down. It's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> Fun. All right. We can bring her in and just move right into a quick update on Diamond Lady Classic. Diamond Classic Ladies. <laughs> you better get like, that right. <laughs> we better get that right. Stacy will tell us all about it. She will. <laughs> Hi. What is it? Hi, Tell us. <laughs> Look at your shirt. That's amazing. Ladies classic. We Diamond. didn't even plan this. It's the well, DLC. Oh. It's the we DLC. The DLC, yo. <laughs> A little karaoke, but on another podcast. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. Can we? Right? Yes. Yeah. Hi, girls. How, how's Hi, things Stacey. going? Well... We had a little, I'm doing a little spring league action this year. So I'm bowling with a couple of my club 55 seniors and my, the lady Pat that I bowl with every time she gets a strike, she, she yells and goes, happy dance. <laughs> so it was a little exciting for me. The first two games, I pre-bowled my last one, but uh, <laughs> I want just to keep me sharp for the diamond ladies. I got to do something right. So yeah. yeah. Outstanding podcast. Thank girl. you. And everybody so that was many... on it tonight, I had it on the computer right behind where I was bowling. So a couple of my seniors checking it out. A couple of the, the spring league is mixed between YBC kids and seniors. So everybody's kind of checking it out that didn't know about it. So Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. That's awesome. But I thought it was really cool to see, imagine, like, remember when we were rookies, right? And you had this, now you have a platform that you could come on and, share some of your views and your opinions it's kind of neat right yeah. yeah a little different right and we can always you know tweak it for upcoming but it's just exciting to see them and obviously yeah, let's pivot okay right because you've got a lot to tell us about and we've we've missed you and you've been working through a lot so we just want to make sure that we give you ample time to talk about what's happening so i think what do you want to put up first katie Let's go. Double. Oh, guys, girls, this is crazy. Right. We have maxed out at 48 entries. So this is the final payout. This is uh, the, the poster that will go that day. We have about eight teams that have like a to be determined partner. And we have about 12 people that don't have a shift in. And I'm not sure if they're all going to put a shift in. It really wasn't a requirement we'd like them to, but... You can't, uh, it wasn't like a, a must for us, right? So yeah. that's, there we are. So that's now we just incredible. have to, you know, we're, we'll probably have a little, maybe like a little welcome champagne, maybe, Trace? I mean, I, I yeah. think so. I think Pop that's bottle Charlotte in the bowling alley. Charlotte and Sheena really want to, you know, have this little first toast to, you know, to all of us ladies. So hopefully, like, I'm fairly certain that's going to happen so yeah so that's the doubles it's full yay that's amazing stace yeah that's going to be a really really fun event yeah. yeah tons of fun right i mean and good money out there but a good time right music playing you know maybe drinks flowing yeah. i don't know a hundred percent if we're going to offer any uh you know appies or any kind of maybe we need like a shot ski right I just thought of that right now. I don't know where that came. I'm just saying, like, 
Okay, wow. just put that in the, I, I don't know where it came from. Who's got a shot ski? Somebody tell us. I'm sure we can track one down. Okay, Canada, who's got a shot ski? <laughs> who's got, who, does, does Sherwood Bowl have the bowling ball tube shot thing? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, we can talk about that. But yeah, yeah. anyway, so, so that's we'll a good one. Down. <laughs> I'll write it, I'm writing it down, Trace. Okay. Shot and then are you ready for the big reveal of the trophy, Stacey? Woo! Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's there small you go. here, but... So that will be the Diamond Ladies. That will be the trophy for the Scratch and also for the, the POA side um, for the winner. And then this trophy is the one that will always stay at Toppler that will be um, our annual trophy that we'll have engraved with the name plaques of each of the winners. Uh, for those of you who live in Calgary who understand that maybe some trophies have gone missing from Toppler, this one will be behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I have, these look beautiful, Stacy, and I know, like, I know you spent some time here, right? Trying, <laughs> trying to pick the the trophy. This me this meant a lot um, to you, and like what we're doing for the Diamond Ladies Classic. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I've got a really good uh, quality trophy. This is the trophy place that we use here at Toppler for our birthday parties and uh, and whatnot that we need for. YBC and whatnot so when I went there they actually had both of these on site so I actually got to see them rather than looking at them online and I made Michaela hold on to them I should have said that picture Katie where she's like holding <laughs> this trophy and she's like uh but yeah, <laughs> holding it up. beautiful amazing that's pretty cool and then there's like there's what's that other than just the bowling well we have our, our like, fun event mm -hmm. our fun event uh, at Rendezvous, uh, Pamela Wilson has uh, is working for the, I think it's the Vintage Group, Trace? Yeah. Right? So yeah. Uh, her, uh, they own a couple of different bars. Rendezvous is a newer bar uh, at the Marriott Hotel, so it's one of our select hotels. But it's pretty neat in there. They have the uh, Saturday Night Theater dance floor, so all the squares that light up. They have a live band that's every time we've been there's been like outstanding so i highly recommend coming and just having a good time that night to bring us all together spouses included if Maybe curtis get Deering everybody watching, out we don't want curtis Deering to not be included in anything so he <laughs> will be included in this part so i'll make sure um, you have a tattoo for your forehead curtis yeah <laughs> and then Stacey's about the details, like the R RSVP, like tell us a little bit more about um, why you need that and why it's important. So we have right now, well, initially Pam had blocked off 20 seats. Uh, uh, Pam and I had a miscommunication of dates. And so I thought it was Sunday, it's Saturday. And so when he put it out there and supposed to include it, it filled up pretty quickly. I think we're at 15 right now. So we made it to 40. If uh, if people are interested, just send a Diamond Ladies, whatever, message me on Facebook. It doesn't, however you need to, uh, just to put your name on the list so that we make sure we, we don't want to take away from Rendezvous. Like it's a pretty popular place and they fill up quite quickly. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you want to get that back to me as soon as possible, June 1st is the deadline, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what's on the poster, June 1st. Yeah. That sounds fun. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's good. We have, I can tell you numbers. Michaela did some numbers for me. So uh, without three entries in the POA, we're at 23. There 
final payout is ready to go, but I won't put it out until I guess everybody, until the other side we get that finalized. The scratch without three entries is at 65. But with That's re-entries, awesome. the POA is at 28 and the scratch is at 105. And our wow. initial payout right now, we just kind of are basing on 75 uh, to start. Um, yeah, but we're, we're working away. I got uh, Rhonda McDougall from, from BC and, and Denim Industrial Inc. for coming in this week and her last week and becoming a major sponsor for us with body Amazing. things. So, um, you know, Fab Five, always a true, you know, to our hearts sponsor, Genia Mata, another big supporter of both of our, the Carnage and the Roses, and, and now a big supporter of the, of, uh, the diamond ladies so we couldn't do that without all of them yeah it's fantastic to just see the support coming in it's from all crazy. over oh five pin universe yeah. and carrie kreitz coming down and being able to put together hopefully some pretty good streaming i'm not entirely sure what one side of the bowling alley is like <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have good streaming on lanes one through eight <laughs> if anyone can figure it out it's him and right? five to you True, right? so, but yeah. uh, big, big, huge thanks to that. I mean, and a lot of you know, I have to like to Cindy and Tim and Mark Miller. The guy is like that run the WCBT or WCBT events that I could ask a thousand questions because <laughs> yeah. you know Tracy and and Annette and Sheena and I don't always know all the ins and outs of putting together something like this. So it's those guys have really like held me above water a few days, like of hair pulling ideas i think too like to your point like we did we just didn't really know what we didn't know and stacy obviously if you've just taken this idea and you've just ran with it like a bull right oh. so i mean i want to thank you from a personal level like on behalf of the women just to you know try and get something on the calendar and make it uniquely different um, for her and very special and that it was focused on friendship you know, obviously competitiveness, but um, making sure that we're all having a good, good time. Um, you know, take it seriously, but not take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Just a week, a weekend, uh, weekend getaway, whatever. I mean, you know, men are allowed in the bowling alley. It's not like it's <laughs> exclusive. Love the support. Yeah, women's event. <laughs> yeah, but I agree with you. It does take. It does take a lot of people who have some experience and that um, you needed them to get where yeah. we are today, right? So, yeah. for, for sure, I mean, the two of you, Trace, like you and Katie have been, Katie's like off the charts so busy with every single thing. And I'm like, hey, Katie, I need one minute, <laughs> right. which turns into an hour. Right, but the amount of you know messages and stuff, I go back and forth between the two of you guys just being like, "What about this? What about that?" You know, trying to obviously, I want this to be perfect, girls, and you know me, and most people know me. That's my personality. It's not going to be, and I'm trying to be okay with that right now. Right, right. but it'll be darn close. I swear to God. <laughs> well, and I do think, just like we talked about earlier, like the work that's being done on Open Nationals or any national before this nationals. There's always huge hiccups that happen, yeah. but at the end of the day, people are just looking, you know, to enjoy themselves. And a lot of those, you know, small or big things become small things because we we're just living in the moment, and it is what it is. And 
we're going to probably have some of those moments, but that's, that's okay because we have each other and we're with each other. Yeah, yeah, this really is. Sheena says it all the time, Therese. Like, this is a community. Yeah. It's about, like, the support and the community of all of us females and these competitive females and the POA bowlers that get to come in and, and have these opportunities, too, that they don't ever get. Because, to be honest with you, there's no real strong female-only anything, really, but for POA, right? Uh, hindsight, I guess, yeah. of Masters, and that's about it. So it's nice to to be, for them to feel included. And, uh, you know, I mean, Charlotte and, and Sarah Simmons have done a ton for me as, as, on that side as well, as well, right? So mm-hmm. that's the one thing I can say. We put it out there, and I don't know how many people are. The Diamond Ladies page on Facebook is private, so we can't share anything. I mean, Katie and I tried everything we can't. But we're working on it. So we'll we'll focus on if there's important messages, we'll put yes. them on the 5PU page so that they can get shared out outside of that group too. So nice. it'd be nice, I mean, for any of the ladies out there watching to please like send me pictures. Like it doesn't have to be recent. It can be older because what we're going to try and do is put some kind of a website together that we can show some pic- different pictures off. I can pull them off myself, but... That, that's really a lot of time consuming and I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather well, it if somebody is, yeah. wants to help me do it, they can do that too, but I have to go to YBC Nationals next week, so I'm out of commission for a week there too, but, uh, you know, I want to put together something, even if we even if we print them out and we post them all, all over Toppler for people to see, right? Like we can make coasters out of them. Yeah, just something, right? Like, I'd like to have a <laughs> lot of pictures. John Sim has sent me about 20 years. Beer coasters. Yeah, we we could also make tattoos, Katie. I know a great tattoo shop that you can get wow tattoos, no matter what, and they they're a hit at uh, banquets. Love it. <laughs> yeah, so that's it, girls. Like, thank you for yeah, you know, always giving us this opportunity. Yeah, thank Super you for exciting. sharing everything. Can't wait for the event. Congratulations on all the hard work. I know it's been hard work. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Thanks, girls. I couldn't yeah. do this with all of you guys. So, yeah. Well, looking forward thank to you it. so much. Send See me you your later, pictures. Dave. Send my pictures. Bye. Wow. Wow. One hour and 18 minutes. That's not like us because we like We're to pretty think. close. We're, We're not pretty bad. close. Yeah. We have just um, one other thing baseball. Baseball, I know I just want to talk about baseball because I know Curtis is probably either listening or he's going to watch. And I've been obsessive about winning, winning, like literally winning and being on top of things and learning for this uh, fantasy baseball thing that Dexter created for us. And he's created a monster. Yeah, I need to start actually like learning a little bit more about it, I think, because my strategy of just, it'll be fine is clearly not working as I am at the bottom of the standings right now. You're not too bad. And it's a long season. It is a long season. Yeah. Um, What surprises me the most maybe is like some of us had no idea about baseball. The one that surprises me the most. Say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> and I know yeah. you guys are out there, but yeah, so like Tyler, I don't know what his formula is, but it's starting to really um, get under my skin. Yeah. He crushed and he comes me last to bowling week. every Thursday and he's just like, 
I beat this person this week. I beat this person. Like he's just. Anyways, so it's, it's been fun. And I just wanted to kind of give an update on it because I know we did the podcast on it and Dexter, you know, included us, the boys included us into it. And I'm ha- I'm just having fun with it. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. I need life to settle so that I can like yeah. really focus in on it. You and um, then like you're a not phoenix, that bad. I will rise from the ashes. <laughs> you're eight, twenty, and two. Oh, that's not that's not bad. No, you've got like there's room. Like you can, like Tyler. I think it was nine and one last week, or like yeah. Tyler beat me nine and one. So like I lost a lot last week. Yeah. Anyways, it's been fun, guys. And I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be fun to follow it through the summer and through the season and then see yeah. which one of those boys is going to have to do some kind of punishment at the end. Yeah, that's not... I as long not, as it's not us. <laughs> it's, not, it's not us. Anyways, you've got not some work us. to do. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's been awesome. Great podcast tonight, Katie. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Our next podcast, like we said at the beginning, is going to be a one-week pushed back just um we have the edmonton five pin agm on our usual scheduled date so may 24th is going to be our next podcast we already have some great people lined up yeah we've like already secured um secured the podcast yeah like we're another month no we don't have to sit there and plan last and we're not telling you about it because we've been working on that for a little while as well well over a month for that may podcast so yeah it's good planning we're planners It'll be a good show. So make sure you come back and see us May 24th. The boys will be on the next couple of weeks in the meantime. And uh, hope everyone has a great month. Yeah. Happiness to everyone. See you later. Oh, I forget what to press at the end. Oh, no. I'll say it again. So Bye, close. everyone. There we go. There we go. Bye, guys. Bye.